Welcome to another Jags podcast, episode 69. 69? You're supposed to say nice. Nice. I mean, that's like... <laughs> yeah, so episode 69. I still think it's 68, but you know. No, it's definitely 69, but um, we're here. I'm here, it's just me and Joey tonight. Which, it's like OG AJP. That's true. We were talking about for a while, like, man, it hasn't been just us in a while. It hasn't. And here we are, just us. So it's going to be fun. I'm yeah, excited. it should be good. Yeah. We were going to talk about uh, quarterbacks, new position breakdowns. But we got a lot of Twitter questions, so we're just going to go with the Twitter questions. Yeah, so that, you know, let's see where that takes we'll us. We'll save the, the breakdowns for later. But if you don't follow us on Twitter, we're at Another Jags Pod. Facebook, Instagram, Another Jags Podcast. You can find us on YouTube Live. Um, you can go back and watch this video. We're recording ourselves live. We changed up our, our set here. We're on the couch because it's just two of us. Much more comfortable, honestly. Yeah. And so. I don't look like gi- Gigantor. Uh, well, I guess it depends on who you ask, I guess. Well, but, I mean, naturally, but yeah. uh, not artificially. OTAs, the second week, has kicked off. And we talked about last week about how if we were Yannick Ngakwe, we wouldn't go to OTAs. No. But he was like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be a team captain. I'll be there. I'm a football player. And then this week, he's a no-show. I completely get it. Yeah, me too, man. I mean, somebody probably got in his ear. I was like, dude, you proved your point. Might have even been a coach. I'd be like, dude. It just seems strange that he'd be the one that says that, like, he's going to be there. And then, like, I thought maybe he's had, like, a rough Memorial Day. Maybe he was out on the boat a little too long. Got, got, got a little too much yeah, sun. Little, yeah, because there was, a lot of, there was a lot of guys that, like, didn't make it. Like, Dante Fowler didn't make it to OTAs on Tuesday. He, I guess he missed his flight. Shocker there. <laughs> so, so that was uh, interesting. Re- really? Yeah. But, it, man, this OTAs are depleted. <laughs> well, you got to think about it, too, though. I mean, like, you look at the heat index and, like, the heat for the week. I wouldn't show up if I didn't have to. That's true. I mean, at this point, I mean, that's like, not today wasn't so bad, but yesterday, yesterday was like dangerous, huh? No, it's, it's been hot for sure. So I can see those guys after a long weekend, like, I mean, dude, if I was him, I wouldn't be there either. He's proven himself. Yeah. No, I mean, no reason for him not to be there. Ramsey's not there. Uh, Foles isn't there. Uh, They, they just released the news about why Foles isn't there. You can go and look it up. Um, Our prayers are with Foles. Absolutely. And I'm not going to talk too much about what it was, but I would like to talk about the media, man. Because we aren't media, we're fans. You know, we're kind of media, I guess, at this point, but we're going to stay true to the fans. I mean, dude, just because a guy says he needs some time for whatever reason, personal reasons, doesn't mean like something shocking bad is happening. I mean, that dude has done nothing but prove himself from the day, the second he's gotten here. He's been a leader, he's been a pro, he's been like mature, like he's done everything possible that he could. So if th- he needs a little bit of time, he's earned some time at this point for whatever it is. I mean, look it up. Prayers with a man. I think everyone was pretty much cool with that. I mean, what are you gonna what are you gonna say to a guy? I mean, we all know, but you know, what are you gonna Everybody say to a guy? Cool, but there are plenty of people trying to get clicks based off that. Yeah, that's I, true. I'm just I'm tired of yeah, that, man. Not, yeah. not, not for a stand up guy, I'm tired of that. Yeah, no, we're not about that life here. But uh, we, it's, can you imagine? Um, we actually, I actually got to talk to JP Shadrick today. Which is fantastic. Yeah, I'm just gonna flex that. You should flex that. Yeah, like, I that, talked to humble, humble, brag humble all brag. you want, man. So I talked to. Cool. I, like JP. I asked JP Shatter a couple questions. We, I asked him how the team's looking, how OTAs looked without Foles, and he pretty much said that it looked really rough without Foles there. Yeah, and you can imagine Gardner Minshew and Alex McGo and Tanner Lee out there, like 
Well, plus, I mean, when every other player heard he wasn't going to be there, they were probably like, eh. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to run this like around this, half speed. Yeah, except those guys, like, <laughs> tried everything they can to make the squad, you know? Yeah. But, you know, it, it's in, it'll be interesting to follow what Ngakwe does. But, but, right, pay the man, right? Absolutely. Do you give him DeMarcus Lawrence money? Do you give him over 100 mil? With the Telvin situation and that freed up? Absolutely. If Tubman was here, I think that'd be a question mark. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm down. I, yeah, that's I, what, nine and change freed up, and you have no idea what his future is going to be. Or yeah, going to be next year. Yeah, yeah. Give that money to somebody who's proven himself. Didn't have an off year last year, and is that guy? He wants to be a captain. I think he should be a captain. No, I do too. Um, but captains show up to OTAs though, don't they? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess they do. But with that point though, kind of to like piggyback off that. Um, did you hear that Marone is still letting the team pick the captains? I didn't, but I like. I, do, do, most teams don't do that. I don't know. Most teams do, and he okay. did last year. But do you think after last year, maybe he might have stepped in and said, "Hey, let's have like a committee approach." Maybe I mean, like maybe not have Telvin be a captain. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, no, I, I mean, don't think they picked the best captains last year. Well, I think the locker room is going to look a lot different this year than it did last year. Yeah, that's so, true. Honestly, with just Foles. I mean, Foles is a guaranteed captain. Yeah. Right, right off the bat. So, yeah, maybe, maybe it's like a non-issue, so he kind of stuck, stuck by what he does. Yeah, I mean, I like Foles. He'll be fine. All right, let's get to the Twitter questions, because we got a bunch, and we do Bring not have on. a lot of time. I've read, like, one of them, so I'm going to take these as they come. This should be good, because, uh, yeah. So we're going to go right off the bat with UCF Jaguar, because that's All our right. boy. He's I mean, boy. that boy kills it. He's okay? consistent. He does a good job. Everyone knows who UCF Jaguar is. His, his, his Twitter handle is at UCF underscore Jaguar. And he poses a good question. Who will lead the Jaguars in receiving yards in 2019? I don't think that's even like a question. I mean, it's definitely a question. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give the obvious answer. The only guy who showed up as a man wide receiver last year is D.D. Westbrook. Okay. I feel like that's the easy answer. It's though. not the easy answer. It's, uh, it's like the, hey, the last like six, seven games of the year, he made that leap. Yeah, but that's because he was like one of the only people that were healthy. No, it wasn't just that, dude. He was breaking tackles. Like, he was like busting down the line. Like, he was running routes right. Does a healthy Marquise Lee like pose any threat to that? I think he will get some looks, but I think Foles is going to figure out quickly that Westbrook is he's a better receiver. Superhood1800 on YouTube says Duval, but with a lot of use. So I'm assuming it's Duval. Uh, I was kind of tired of that like two years ago. I hate that you don't like that. Dude, I mean, in the grocery store, like, I'm shopping, and I hear, like, Duval, and people... I love chance, that. Like, Are you kidding me? I love I, that. I, I love Duval. Don't Dude, get me wrong. walking down the, the, uh, the, like, the terminal or, like, the little ramps after the game, after a win, and everyone's just yelling Duval don't over and over I, and I over again. the Duval. I just don't love the Duval. Nah, get I, out I don't here. like the extenuated whatever. Nah, yeah, get out of here. All right, Sorry. so I, I think... I think D.D. Westbrook will also lead the team in receiving yards... But I think... Oh, he's not leaving in touchdowns. That wasn't the question. Right. No, I know. And, and he might not even lead the team in receptions. Uh, I, I think Marquis I Lee is a guy that could lead the team in receptions. But yeah, yards, I think, D.D. Westbrook. I mean, he just, he, he's, he just shows how good he is at those short and intermediate routes. Yeah. And that's Foles' bread and butter. Yeah. Like, we're, we, like I said, we thought we were going to be talking about quarterbacks this podcast. So I went back and watched every Foles throw from last year. And they're almost all checkdowns and intermediate passes. And he's a couple throws down the field to Golden Tate and now Sean Jeffrey. But for the most part, they were just checkdowns, little crossing routes. And that's where D.D. Westbrook like, makes his money. Which is also where like everybody at this point in OTAs have said like they're excited about. is like, hey, practice is different because the guy makes the throws that he's like supposed to as a pro. 
not the guy the throws that he's supposed to as a college quarterback, meaning they're like wide open. Like he's going to fit the ball into the spaces. He's going to make the right decision. He's going to have a good completion percentage. And Westbrook fits that mold, man. And he proved himself last year. If you're Foles and you come in and watch tapes of our wide receivers, like what do you? Who, who's your guy going into camp? I think it's got to be DD or it's got to be Marquise Lee. It can't be Lee. DD's the only one without a question mark. Ah, but Marquise Lee is just good, though. I mean, his Marquise his has third a, down conversion ratings the year he was healthy was insane. I get that, and I'd be a big Lee fan. I am a big Lee fan, but I'm not going to assume that he can come back from Bigly. 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 Oh, that's a good point. That that guy's Bigly. He is Bigly. We're watching Josh Lambeau, and that I'm guessing is like Tyler Shatley. That that looks like I don't know. Oh no, that's Norwell. Yeah, Andrew Norwell. Norwell. Yeah, okay. They're at NASCAR. Completely irrelevant to the conversation. Good point, Jason. No, I'm glad that we're on the couch so we can actually watch TV <laughs> while we're talking. But the point with Lee is that, yes, if he's healthy, and he hasn't been very much, but when he is, he is clutch, man. He definitely runs good routes. He'll catch the ball. He's not the speed guy we thought he was coming out of college. But I'm not banking on that. That wasn't a minor knee injury, man. That was a major knee injury. Yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, I feel you. And have you seen him catch a ball since, what, a year and a half ago at this point? No, but I th- I think that he is the type of guy that could bounce back from that injury and be good. I, 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 so. I know who he is. I like Lee. Don't get me wrong. No, I know. But you're answering the question. I, yes. I feel you. Well, defense for days, hashtag Jaguars, and he's at JaxJaguars95, says he thinks Chris Conley will lead the team in receiving yards. I mean, that's the preseason Jag fan that we all are, right? One of the things J.P. Shadrick said in our conversation we had today, because that happened, was that... I love the drop-in. <laughs> Keep it coming, was man, that he, it's better than anything. He said Chris Conley looked really good. Yeah. He said he's been looking really good. I mean, I, as that preseason, just hype Jaguar fan that I am, every single year... There's always a guy. There's always, there's always yeah. multiple guys. You know who the guy was last year? Keelan Cole. It was Keelan Everyone Cole. Everyone thought Keelan Cole was going to blow it up. It was. Yeah. And I almost want him to be that guy this year, too, because his backstory. You know, he's a, but I don't think yeah. he is. Yeah, but Conley... I want to believe that he's the guy that just didn't make it there because there were so many other options and this is his second chance. But dude, there's been so many of those, man. Yeah. No, I feel you. And but, I mean, he's, he could be. Yeah. I like Conley. He's bigger than people think. He's faster than people think. I think Chark could have a good year this year. Chark was amazing on special teams last year. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about as a receiver. I know, I'm but I mean, if it wasn't for a couple of big drops, like... He showed that he was the fast, big receiver that could run routes. He just choked under pressure, man. And that is kind of expected as a rookie, right? I mean, a little bit? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean it, it takes rookie receivers, like, some time. It, it takes does. receivers some time. So it wasn't like he wasn't getting open. It wasn't like he was in the right position. But he was also having Bortles throwing deep balls to him that were wobbly, probably not in the right spot. And mm, My boy Bortles with hey. his Tesla. Did everybody hear the Tesla story? I, don't think I, everybody I, I think everyone heard it. It's by my now. Bortles. Like I that's think, why I like Bortles. Yeah, man. I think I mean, everyone heard on. that by now. I'm gonna quit dipping and buy a Tesla. Well, Spurville 17 on YouTube says Marquis Lee will surprise everyone. Not saying he's the number one, but he's saying he's gonna surprise everyone. I'm with you, Spurville. Dude, if he comes back healthy, he will be the number he, one. Well, he is gonna come back healthy. What do you mean if? All right, let's move on. We've got a lot of freaking questions. We gotta get to these. <laughs> All right, this next question is from Jason Rat, and he's at Rat HCP. He says, do you think we have an offensive player make the Pro Bowl this year? He says, optimistically speaking. And that's a great question because we, all right, I'm going to throw offensive line like out because that's one of those things like if you make it, you continue to make it. They really don't look at the actual like 
Okay, that's fair. Would you agree with that? Uh, I would. I'd say Norwell has a good chance to make it, but I, I'm with I, you. I agree I'm with because you. he's made yeah. it before. Right. That's yeah, exactly. My whole point. Exactly. So yes, Norwell yeah. definitely has a chance. But I'm gonna throw them out just because that's so hit or miss. I mean, I legitimately think Foles has a chance to make it and Fournette. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I see anyone making the Pro Bowl from this offense. But I think if we're giving like odds to somebody, I think Fournette probably is the best because yeah. he could easily have a thousand yard season. Dude, that's less than seventy five yards a game. But here's the only problem. We well, I went back and watched some of if you if you follow our Twitter at another Jags Pod, which you should because literally all week I've been cutting up John D. Filippo's touchdown plays and how he scores touchdowns. I mean, basically half of Jason's day is Twitter, so it's very. Oh, impressive. I would definitely say more than half. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, for like sure. it's it's, uh, it's a special. Well, it's not just Twitter. Like I would go back and watch like film and stuff. Well, yeah, but I your mean, clips on there, your co- yeah, mean, it's, yeah, it's actually you like, should go on there. Like it's as legitimate as a Twitter. It's can get. very underrated, and people that follow it, we have a pretty big Twitter following that are like. Not not like big like we have a we have like thousands of followers, but all of our followers like and retweet everything that we do. Yeah, so I'm saying like we have a we have like a we have a dedicated following. Yeah, because look, look our at, substance is good. Look at the followers. Yeah, exactly. And That's look, all you gotta do. yeah. So I I've been looking at John D. Filippo and how he scores touchdowns. Dude, that dude does not run the ball in the end zone. Yeah, and this has been that's why he got fired from Minnesota though. Was that he didn't run it enough? So you're gonna have this mix of like him coming in not wanting to run it, and then you're gonna have like. Coughlin and Marone, which are like run it. every freaking right. play. Right. So it's going to be, I hope, a good mix of like, we're going to change a little bit. And I think our offense is going to be a lot different looking than it was last year, for sure. You know what I learned the most from watching the Vikings, every play of the Vikings season? Adam Thielen is freaking amazing. And I'm not sure. I don't know who that is. So let's explain <laughs> that for the average fan. Who's Adam, Adam Thielen, Thielen is the wide receiver for the Vikings. Like, he's a pro bowler. Like he legit is one of the best. I mean, he's basically like Wes Welker in his okay. prime. So he's a slot receiver that catches everything. Yeah. Like, no, Wes Welker in his prime. Not like Wes Welker, like... Really? Yeah. No, I'm talking like this dude. You should have seen the routes. Just like, on the five-yard line, Thielen runs like a like a like uh, an out, three-yard out, full... Uh, full uh, what's his name? Uh, Cousins pump fakes, and the dude, like, takes it upfield. Mm. Like, on, like, on the five-yard line. That's a play you run in, like, space and, like, open field. That's not a play you run, like, going into the end zone. I've never seen that before, and it just, dude, dealing as he's a Well, good thing we got, uh, a yeah. rece- we got a receiver like that. That'll fit well. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, dang. Thinking about somebody else. So, uh, Fournette, do you agree, Fournette? I, I do, because, yeah. honestly, it doesn't matter how much we run it. Fournette is supposed to be the breakout guy, whether he's catching out of the backfield, whether he's breaking through a hole. I mean, he should bust off some like 30 yard runs and stuff, dude. I yeah. mean, 75 yards a game is nothing. And that's 1,200 yards a season, even if you're out a couple games. So, dude, oh, man, get me started on him. Because he, he talks the big game. He keeps saying that he wants to be a 2,000 yard rusher. That's what he does, and, though, dude. I mean, but, he's dude, just a talker. Don't talk it, just back it up, man. You don't nah. have to be that. You have yeah. to be like almost half of that, and we make the, the postseason. All right. Well, this next question is from Phil, and he's at Phil P4. L-M-E-R. I think it's Phil Palmer, but with a 4 and 7A. Clever. Okay. So Phil Palmer wants to know, as a British Jaguar fan, because for some reason... Dude, we are huge. We are in huge England. in England. Like, I don't know it's what it is. It's unbelievable. I don't know what it would be. Is it, is it because we're like... Is it because you're a soccer fan, maybe? Maybe. Uh, dude, I, I can't... But how'd they find us in the beginning? I don't know. I think, I think our, maybe our boy Pat Jackson. I love it because I, it could be Pat Jackson. Pat Jackson. He's just probably gotta, blowing us up over yeah, there. He probably honestly, does. I love it because I've been to England like four times. My aunt used to live there. Like other than Jacksonville, that's like my favorite place in the world. Like, so wow. great. But I, I don't get why we're there. I didn't know that about you. Okay. This question is, says, as a British Jaguar fan, 
What's the honest feeling amongst fans across the pond about playing games over here? Do you love it, hate it, or not bothered? How many Jags fans come across to London for the games? Does it truly affect the team's performance in that part of the season? I can only speak for myself and uh, I guess the circle around me, but I think any educated Jag fan loves it because it's national attention. The money that we make from being over there, like literally keeps the Jags in Jacksonville. Um, We are the like European, like, NFL team at this point, pretty much. I mean, you look at the fans, we have the majority of the fans, they sell out the stadium. Like Baselli goes over there, they do camps. They're like putting football, trying to put it above rugby, maybe not soccer, obviously, or uh, football, but dude, I love it, man. I see there no reason to stop doing it at all. Yeah. I mean, I agree with m- most of that. I'm as a, someone who goes to every game home game, I do dislike seeing a game not being played that I don't get to go to. But a season like last year, I had no interest in going to another game. So, like, a, like first of all, we had three September home games. I don't, I don't know if you know what it's like here in September, that's, England fans. That's but the it's, key point. The heat index, it feels like it's over 100 degrees. Dude, it's miserable. And there's no shade. It's miserable. And so you're, you're literally sweating your balls off. Like, I literally, like, two games last year, I was drinking just Gatorade and water. I'm not trying to go to a football game and just drink Gatorade and water, but I had to for my health. I left. I left at halftime and in third quarter in two games, like slowly because of that fact. Yeah, like it's, it's so. But I think the ideal fix to that is last preseason game of the year and first regular season game of the year in London. I thought you were gonna say uh, drone shades. Well, I mean they're gonna do that. I think <laughs> Con's all about the flash. That's like what uh, Dubai's doing for the World Cup. It's like, hey, we need shade. We're gonna bring these drones over here. Bring the shade, which is pretty dang cool. But hey, when one of those drones like fails and like crushes like fifteen fans, like it's a little kid. That. Yeah, exactly. Hey, let that follow me, Con. I, yeah. I want that lawsuit. Yeah. Well, I I don't mind it at all. The Jags do play L- better in London typically. Last year, obviously, we lost, but typically but we, we do we do play better. But we should have won that game, and we yeah. were not playing well at that point. Yeah. So and and, and the biggest thing out of out of everything. Thing is you nailed it is like so much revenue comes from that game Dude, it's like a, so I, much revenue i don't have the exact numbers but it, it's like a little less than half i mean it's like the tv money that money and then there's like 30 percent is from actual games here yeah all right so this is gonna be our last question before we take a break because we have to take these breaks we because do these you, are very important because if you listen to us through big cat country like we have to put commercials in which um, you know what i would like to like throw a thing out to our fans is like to sign up for the big cat country message boards. Well, wait, before you get to that, okay. this question is from Patrick Jackson. Oh, this is our dog throwing us a bone. It's our dog. Okay. He says, wait, hold on. Patrick threw me off here with his, uh, messages here. Okay. He basically, I remember what it says. He says, um, for someone that had never heard of big cat country until, Oh, here it is. And this is at Patrick Jackson at radius underscore Johansson. He says, for those of us like me who found out about Big Cat Country through you, would you care to tell us a little bit about what it is and why we should check it out? I literally did not read that text or that tweet. See, I called it a text because I'm not That's like a okay. Twitter guy. That's right. You're 58. So. Exactly. Something like that. Minus like <laughs> 17 years. But PJ, man, we're like kindred spirits. Like, dude, it's, it's, it's the biggest Jacksonville... Like fan forum website. Fan forum, like yeah. non like actual media conglomerate. I mean, right. they have tons of good articles on there. They host a, a lot of good podcasts, including ours. They have blogs. 
Um, but they have a forum. Like if you're on the internet, dude, forums are the bomb. You get right. to go on there. You could interact with other fans. You know, you get to argue, which is probably the favorite thing to do with anybody on there. But it's like a back and forth, like with people that you would never meet otherwise. And so do it, man. Get yeah. on there. So I'm, I'll, if you listen to our podcast through our channel, I'm going to go ahead and encourage you to start downloading them from Big Cat Country. Yeah, please do. Because they pay us. They do. And that's so, going to end up with like Jack Swag for like top Twitter like posters, I, like for... Maybe I'm a sellout. Maybe I'm a cheesy... We are absolute sellouts. <laughs> but uh, they me? pay us. So uh, go through Big Cat Country. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. That you can, if you search Big Cat Country on your Apple iTunes or anything... You can find us on there. Yeah. There's just a couple commercials you gotta listen to. Which we're uh, used to commercials. Yeah, and it's they're, 2019. They're, they're not long. I yeah, mean, exactly. You might find something you want to buy or be involved yeah, in. Yeah, and, and speaking of that, there's we're about to take a break right here and yes. you're gonna hear a couple commercials. Yep. And 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 support whatever it is. Yeah. Like it's 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 probably a great product. Plus it totally allows us to like go to the bathroom and stuff. Yeah, it's true. And like refill our waters. We need time. <laughs> so we're gonna take a break. Check out these great commercials and buy whatever they are selling. We'll be right back. All right, and we're back. After that nice break, I hope you bought all of those amazing ads, yeah. whatever they were. Make sure you tell them that you bought that you heard from another Jags podcast. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. If you haven't yet followed us on Twitter, another Jags pod, Facebook, Instagram, another Jags podcast, YouTube, subscribe to yeah, our YouTube no channel. There's no reason not to subscribe to YouTube, even if that's not where you're getting the source from. I yeah, mean, and I mean, like, if you're, if you're sitting at home at 1020 at night... It's like five, like, seconds. Don't you want a notification that says, like, hey, yeah. we're live, and you can watch us? And you can respond to other people's questions there, too, which is fun. Yeah, I mean, you can help your kids with your homework, or you can watch us talk about the Jags live. Yeah. No brainer there. Absolutely. Or but, b- both, maybe. Yeah, make sure you do that. Give us a Give us a five-star rating on iTunes, because we have a five-star rating now. That definitely helps. You know, we're the only Jags podcast with a five-star iTunes rating. That's why when you Google us, we pop up we're the like first one. First. All right, enough bragging about us. But I Although we are awesome. Although, <laughs> oh, man. I left my water in the kitchen. Hmm. Hmm. I don't have the questions pulled up. So okay. Well. You bust the next question. I'll ask the question. Answer you it. answer and I'll go get, get it. Oh, I love it, Joey. I love it. We're Our chemistry here is just on point. <laughs> All right. Let me give you one here. Okay. All right. Um. This question is from Pete, and he's at Coach L Tweets. He says, what are y'all's thoughts on the report of Cedric Obagi getting first-team reps at right tackle? Sign of things to come or just a result of easing Juwan Taylor in? Not a bad question, so I'll, I'll be happy to take this one. I mean, it's actually a really good question because, I mean, that does throw up red flags, but everything being equal... If Taylor is not our starting right tackle come the first game of the actual season, then something has gone really bad. And I honestly think at this point that they're giving him reps solely because they want somebody to have reps in case somebody goes down hurt. So I think it's more of like prep for the future than it is actually that, dude, Taylor's the guy. There's no way he's not starting right tackle. What's the percentage you put Taylor starting week one? 80-20. 80? Mm, I'd say higher than that. Dude, we took him in. Are you kidding me? Then why do we draft him? You said no, higher than that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Joey, please yeah. listen when I talk. Man. All right. I, I know you're just argu- trying to think about the next thing you're gonna say, Dude, but I just assumed you're arguing with me. But My sometimes, bad. you know. <laughs> no, I put it closer to like ninety. I mean, 95. really? Would you have to agree that that is more than like, hey, we know it's, this guy's? It's really not so much that that Jawan Taylor is like good. It's more that like this Cedric. Oh, I don't know how to say his name. Cedric O. We'll call him o- Cedric O. Obama. He's from the Bengals. 
He said he's bad. I don't think he's bad. No, though. no, he's bad. No, he's like a journeyman. Dude, if you go on like the, the Jaguars. Let's choose journeyman instead of bad because he's a no. Jaguar. Player. No, no, he's not a journeyman. He was drafted like in the first round by the Bengals and was terrible. He's going he's gonna to make the team. Oh, he's going to make the team. He's going to be a backup. So we're going to go with journeyman because he's going to be on the team. Yeah, but I'm, if, if you go on the Jaguars subreddit, like Bengals fans pop in every time this guy's name comes up and it's like, and they're always like, hey, guys, just just like, just being nice, but just temper your expectations on this guy. Like, it never fails. Like, they come in and they're just like, he's not good. Well, I mean, even more so than maybe they're not prepping him to be the guy if somebody gets hurt. Maybe they're trying to get every look they can at him because they've heard that he sucks at this point. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, either way, it has nothing to do with Taylor. I, I can say he's not a guy I've broken down film on. I mean, why would you have? Well, I want to one day, uh, you but should. I haven't yet. But I, from everything I'm hearing from Bengals fans is that he's bad. But this is a good question because I've heard this like on the radio. I've seen you know posts about it, like people questioning the fact that we drafted Taylor at that spot. That like it's an issue that Taylor isn't good enough. That's why they, it's, it's not that. There's no. no way it's that. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not that. I fully expect Taylor. I mean, we're we want to be a running team, and Taylor was legit the best running right tackle, the best running lineman I think, run blocking lineman in the draft. Yeah. So. Don't worry about it. Jawan Taylor will be fine. This next question is from Chris as as Coog. Oh gosh, I hate when I can't say people's well, names. It's, it's a new one, right? This I've never heard this one. Yeah, Chris as A Z C U Y A Z C U Y as Hey as, Chris, let's do that phonetically on your next yeah, time, or yeah. tweet. So we, well, we can definitely tell his handle. His handle is at this is dumb underscore eleven. Nice. All right, but this question isn't dumb. This question is pretty good. Cool. And he says, which running back do you think could become a two headed beast along Fournette? If this person is currently on the roster. <laughs> you want me to take this one? I'll let you take okay. this one. Because <laughs> my, my opinion is not good. God, are you like, honestly, you could flip a coin for any of these guys. Honestly, like, you know where I want to go with this answer? I want to say Benny Cunningham. <laughs> I legit want to say Benny Cunningham. Like, what we who's, who did Foles use when he was with the Sproles. Eagles? Sproles. Sproles. Yeah. The Which only like, guy we have on our roster looks Fournette. any no. The only thing, the only guy we have on our roster looks anything like Sproles is Benny Cunningham, dude. But the only guy that could legitimately do both, I don't know is if Foles, I don't know if Fournette can do that. No, I think he's trained enough to where he can if he's healthy. I haven't seen Fournette play out a shotgun primarily ever in his life. He hasn't, but he's done. Alfred that. Blue never in his life. No, that's what I'm saying. Like there is Thomas Rawls maybe, but like Thomas Rawls, I think will get cut. Benny Cunningham, I think, will make the team. This is what I'm going to say. I think Benny Cunningham will make the team as a special teams guy, and then he'll end up playing his way into the two-headed monster well, as the receiving back. The reason I didn't want to respond to this is because I was so mad at Yeldon at the end of last year, oh. the way he behaved. Because wow. Yeldon flashed as he's, that guy, dude. Wow. If we had Yeldon with Foles... He's salty. Dude, no, if I, we had I, Yeldon with Foles catching out of the backfield, you cannot tell me that would not be a no, two-headed monster. No, because I think Alfred Blue is TJ Yeldon. Dude, then he's not because Yeldon caught the ball. He had like 600 years our leading receiver through like 10 games. That's because Boyles couldn't throw the ball down the field and he had to check it down. Right, to people. Man. I hope that's the case. Cause I really want to not like Yeldon like period. I don't want him to be here and he's not. So, but I that mean, was my thought when I like, thought I, about that. I, I'm cool with Yeldon. I mean, yeah, he had that moment, but I mean, I mean, I don't know. So the answer to that question is we really don't have anybody. Period. We don't. Maybe we don't. I mean, Rawls, does Rawls do anything for you? Does Alfred Blue do anything no, for you? No, they don't. I mean, Blue, they're all like just those guys, yeah. man. They're just guys. Yeah. But I will say with our position group breakdowns going forward, we kind of need to look into like who might be on another roster that we could pick up that might fill that spot because we don't have that. 
Well, this leads to Jacob Neville's question, and he's at Llama Feed, and he is he retweeted an SB Nation article that ranked the best and worst running back stables, and apparently, I didn't read the article, but apparently Jacob Neville asked, do we really have the second worst running back backfield? Based on last year, I would say probably bottom five to ten for sure. I, I don't think so. And I love SB Nation. I mean, I love SB Nation. SB Nation is okay, like... I'll let you talk. Yeah, SB Nation is like my, my, my homies. Well, I get that. But I mean, I, I want to hear your, your take <laughs> on no, like the actual here's, running back. But here's, here's what I think. I think Leonard Fournette is a top 10 running back in the league. When healthy. So I didn't read the article. The article may talk about that, the injuries being a concern. But if Leonard Fournette's healthy, I think him alone makes our running back stable top 10. I agree, but whoever wrote that article is obviously a realist and understands that Fournette, outside of not being healthy ever but one year in LSU, is also an absolute head case at this point. So to rank them in the top 10 because of Fournette is putting your credibility as a journalist on the line. I mean, as a fan, absolutely, dude. I 100% think we're top 10, 15 running back core if Fournette blows up like he should. But we got nothing to bank that on, man. That's like saying, hey, are you going to beat the Titans? Yeah, we should, but we've never beat them. So I'm going to just... I just clicked the article and opened it up. Right. <clears throat> it's written by uh, Christian D'Andrea. Okay. And he's at Trainsland on Twitter. All right, Christian. And Appreciate he, the article. The number one running back group he has is the San Francisco 49ers with Matt Breida, Tevin Coleman... Jarek McKinnon and Kyle Juzik, the fullback. I want whatever he's taking then. Legit, legit. Two of those guys are coming off serious injuries. Really? Yes. All right. Breeden and, and, and McKinnon. Like, is this guy for real? Number two, New England Patriots. Sony Michelle, your boy. James White. Rex Burhead. Damian. What? Dude, they're maybe like. Top 10, but not number two. Dude, well, this guy's on seriously something, the man. the Saints, or what about... The Browns at four. Browns, or what about... The Bears at five. Honestly, wow. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say right now. He's got the Jaguars at 31. He says, the Jags spent the number four overall pick in 2017 on a player who has yet to average more than 3.9 yards per carry. For See, that's the thing, man. You're going to talk about how he averaged... Th- yards per carry is so stupid to look at. I mean, how many just freaking 80-yard runs did Fournette rip off in 2017? It's because the dude ran the ball so much. He ran the ball into the line. He ran the ball eight, because eight he only nine played six games last not, year. That's no, I'm talking problem, two years dude. ago. Two years ago, know, when he averaged 3.9 yards per carry, he was running the ball into like a nine- and ten-man boxes. And, and against defenses that were not scared of the quarterback throwing it but, like at all. But even against part. like ten-man boxes, like every like yeah. even in, in 2017, you were like, all right, he's, he's about to break one. He's about to break one. He's about to break one. One yard, one yard, one yard. 83 exactly. one yard one yard one yard one yard 56 like like don't don't give me yards per carry no, I don't give me that. That. I'm, I'm sorry man get out of here I think a legitimate answer to the question is we could be either top 15 or bottom 15 easily based off Fournette being a pro football player and not a immature well he's saying all the right things right now so Dude, he's always said the right things I'm yeah, tired of hearing the right I know, things I'm with you I don't want to hear you saying you want to rush for 2,000 yards when you barely played last year, bro. Yeah. How about you tell me, hey, I'm going to prove it to you on the field. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Thank you for coming out. Well, he's playing to the media. He's always, I mean, he's, he's a big, 
He's a big guy. He cares about his public perception. He's so active on social media. <laughs> he cares he, about his, he cares what people think about him. He really, really does. Sucks. It does, and he he doesn't like that. So, hmm. all right. This next question is from Chris Morley, and he's at Cmo underscore two eight thirty two, and he says, "If we were to sign Terrell Pryor, where would he rank on our wide receiver depth chart talent wise?" Because if you didn't hear, the Jags worked out Terrell Pryor. Good for them for looking at somebody, but I mean, he's just another guy. Yeah, he is another guy. But where do you think he ranks in our? If you had to answer the question, assuming Lee's healthy, yeah, third. Okay. Well, would you not? Would you not want to sign a guy that's third? I didn't say not sign him. But Wait, I mean, would you? I guess I, I would not sign him right now. You wouldn't want to sign a guy that could be your third. Not with your third. Not with that's the, a starter in the modern not NFL. Not with the potential that Chark has, because I really think he's going to come through. Okay, now that's a, then I think that money could be better spent elsewhere. Then he's not a third. Then I think he's a I think he's a fourth, but okay. I still think it's worth a signing. Maybe it depends on how much you pay. Because I'm not sold on one on year two Conley, million. Man. I mean, were we going to give another Moncrief like no another, like six no, million? No, if for Conley a year? got a million, this dude maybe gets one or two. Okay, well, if, I'm fine if, with that. If you're not familiar with Terrell Pryor's stats, he played. For the Jets and for Buffalo last year. Two awful teams. He had 14 receptions on six games with the Jets, and he had two receptions on two (laughs) games with the Bills. But 2017 with the Redskins, he had 37 targets, 20 receptions, and 250 yards. Dude, throw money that guy's way, bro. Absolutely, man. I'm buying a prior jersey tomorrow. if If he's cheap. Dude, he's just another guy, though. But our receiver room could use, like, competition. So if you can get him for a mil or two, I say you bring him in. And he's big. And he's big. And Foles likes big receivers. He threw it up to Alshon Jeffrey more than... I mean, he he, he checked down to his tight end. Uh, is it Selleck? Is it, is it Brett Selleck? Or am I talking a different era here? Different era. Oh, my God. You're I'm thinking... About, uh, Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> Selleck. If he, he, threw, he checked down to Kelsey or he threw to Alshon Jeffrey. He had Golden Tate who he liked on oh, the Kelsey was a... Dude... We're going to back this one up because Kelsey was not at. Um, that, Kelsey was at. No, it was. It was oh my God. No, you're, you're completely wrong. Jesus Christ. All right. What am I thinking of? Who's the tight end there? It's Ertz. Ertz. Zach Ertz. Ertz. Okay. Yeah. So Zach Ertz. So it's either Zach Ertz or it was Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. Or it was Golden Tate. Or was it, or was it check like now. three guys who are better than everybody on our team. But does Trell Pryor kind of give you what Alshon Jeffrey is? No. Does not better than. Love it? No, not better than anybody on our roster right now. I, I would take Keelan Cole over that for no money. With the potential, with the catches that he's made and the production he had two years ago, is that ever? one one-handed catch, dude? Two years ago, no, no, two, two years ago he was rock solid. <laughs> no, and you get a quarterback know, in there is better than that than you know, somebody's been on like three teams in a season and a half. I think you're right. I think you're right. But the fact they brought him in just shows how like scared they are of our receiving core. I mean. I feel like there's like a gap at like five or six with us, right? So we're so let's just in no particular order. Receivers, Marquise Lee, D.D. Westbrook, Chris Conley, D.J. Chark, Keelan Cole. That's five. That's five. After that, what do you have? Rashad Green. Exactly. <laughs> so why not bring in Terrell Pryor on a cheap deal? And if someone gets hurt, I honestly I think Terrell Pryor is an injury like insurance than he is more than anything else. Is he good on special teams? Can we get like something else out of him? Conley and Chark are, and, <laughs> and Rashad Green are this. I mean, there's got to be a better, like, throw that money towards, like, a running back that's a dual threat, like we said before, yeah. or 
I mean, we're decimated offensive line. I mean, an extra lineman. I mean, something, dude. Just somebody who weighs like 400 pounds, you can plug in the yeah. middle. I mean, I, I, you make some good points tonight, Joey. I don't know. That just seems like desperation, man. All right. This is going to be our last question before our second break. And then we're going to wrap the show up. And I like this question because they're kind of calling you out a little bit. <laughs> Those are my favorite. This question is from... Who is they to start with? This question is from Lulu Lemon's newest elite ambassador. This would be, uh, I'm guessing, Mike? Now, this guy... How many Twitter followers does this guy have or posts? Let's look here. He's got, oh, he's got 300 followers. Hmm, maybe not then. Yeah. I was just saying that because I made fun of Mike's pants for being Lulu Lemon last week, so... He does follow 2,000 people, so that's probably right, why how he's got... on, Mike. He is followed by the Jags Den podcast, which hmm. I've never listened to, but I've seen them. So I haven't listened to the podcast. This, this, I listen to the actual show all the time. No, this is different. Oh, yeah? yeah. yeah. Not sports no. den, sorry. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Right. Okay, but anyways, on to the question. He says, why don't Gator fans know who actually played for the Gators? Because Gator fans haven't paid attention for four years, man. <laughs> That's an easy question, dude. Because they brought in Muschamp. Muschamp gave us some hope and then crushed it. Almost had an aneurysm and took all the team to Auburn. And then you bring in... Chompers McButters, who was an absolute psychopath and like fake death threats and stuff and didn't want to be there, didn't hire a sports trainer. The like guys were going out outside of school to pay people to train them so they could be in shape to potentially make the NFL. And we finally have Mullins, who's actually a legitimate guy who wants to be in Florida. Anybody who asked that question is obviously not a college football fan th- or even close to a Gator fan. I think Thank he, you very much. I think he was trying to throw shade at the Gators, not expecting gator fans to be like we know we've been bad we know we've been bad who wants to watch bad football not me man i got too much other stuff to do i mean honestly though look at this year man we got a quarterback who was about to be like like just devastated and like selling used cars instead of like playing football anymore and this guy possibly has made the leap to make the nfl now and let's just see what the gators do next year homeboy i i'm with you there man i I couldn't say it better myself so i'm not even gonna touch that but I, I didn't think I was going to be ready for that question, I, did you? I didn't, but I, yeah. Once again, have, didn't read one of these questions. <laughs> you're like doing, batting like a you're, 500. Yeah, line, you're, doing, you're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. All right, well, because our podcasts are so long, which this is a good time to tell people, like, like we've thought about breaking them up into, like, and releasing them, like, every day into, like, short segmented podcasts. But frankly, I'm way too lazy to do that crap. I mean, it's not even that. I mean, but this would be a good thing because, again, we're all about the fans, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, we've talked about it. We, we enjoy doing, like, a long podcast that's kind yeah. of just, like, free. We'll yeah. have some format, some a little bit, of, but just whatever comes, comes. But we also understand that, hey, dude, as fans, you guys want, like, some nuggets. Like, hey, right. what's going to happen next year? Do you want right. to know 15 minutes of this position or 15 minutes of what we think of this coach or 15 minutes of what we think our offense is going to look like next year? Dude, we can do that. We can record that, break it up, and release it. So let us know, man. I mean, we could do that, but it's just a lot of work. It is but a lot if, of work. If <laughs> but like, it's not. We could do I'll that like, I'll, like, I'll encourage you to just, like, pause it, and the next time you're in your car, just play it. I'm not uh, saying, like, like I, I know, I know, I'm with total. you. But if, no, but if y'all... Nothing's going to change with our format as far as, like, no, if, this if, podcast. No, if that's what y'all want, let us know, and I'll do it. But I'll, if somebody, if somebody says, hey, I, if there's multiple responses for, I want to know about this, right? and that's not a full podcast question... Right, we could do a mini podcast yeah. for that. Yeah, so just let us know what y'all think because that's kind of where we're at with it. And we may just pretend we didn't get the question because we don't want to do it. Yeah, we do. That's do that possible sometimes. too. 
Okay, so we are going to take, because we, where I was going with that was because our podcast is so long, we actually have to put in two commercial breaks for Big Cat Country, which we're cool with because they pay us and we will do do whatever they ask us to do. So we're going to take one more break here and then we're going to come back and we're going to wrap the show up and uh, it'll be good. So we'll be right back, listen to these ads and buy whatever it is that they're selling. Ads are good. Sound good? (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. <clears throat> Another Jack's podcast. I just ate a little bit of sushi there. So I got a little bit of cucumber in my teeth right now. That's a little protein, though. It'll push you through the last, like, 15 minutes. That's true. That's true. It probably won't be 15 minutes. It'll probably be, like, 5, 10. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, okay. I think at this point you need a little something. All right. So, um, <clears throat> Pro Football Focus, PFF. If you don't know us... Just love them or hate them. I'm a huge fan. Joey's not. Uh, I would say I'm not. Uh, I'd say you're not. I just don't always agree. I mean, I don't always agree either, but it gives you like an insight on stuff that like you wouldn't normally have. I can't knock the fact that they've like hit a niche and done a good job with it. Just some of their stuff is like just off off the charts. Some of their stuff doesn't make sense, but some it of their does. stuff like is like it okay, cool. Like sometimes I want to see how many pressures Ngakwe had. Okay, and you and no one else is going to do pressures. Fair enough. So, anyways, so they did a top one hundred best games by a player. So they grade players. On, okay, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So they grade players on everything by position. Like, like we said, DNs get pressures. O linemen get pressures allowed. Is there a time frame on this? Like, this is since they started, and I think it was like two thousand like six. Is what I'm thinking. Can I guess a quarterback that was on that list? I don't have. I mean, I have the whole list, but I. I okay, well, I'll let I, you finish. Yeah, then, I really only looked for the Jags on this list. Well, it is a Jags quarterback I was talking about. So there's two Jaguars players on the top 100. This is for best games ever graded out. Okay, well, Clayus Campbell's got to be one. He's not. Are you kidding me? The game against Houston? The only players on the list are two offensive linemen. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about, man. But, you know, it is what it is. What so. about the Bortles game against Patriots last year? I mean, that had to be like... Okay. No, this is like... These grades are like, like stupid good. Stupid good. Well, you continue. Okay. So there's two offensive linemen. One is an offensive lineman from 2006. I would ask you to guess, but you're not going to ever know. So coming in at number 86 out of 100 is Maurice Williams. Who is a, who, who's a, he's here. He lives here. He's really active in our community. He's a good guy. I don't know if, you, if, you, I don't know if you've ever heard Maurice Williams speak. This dude can bring it. Okay. Yeah, he's a good motivational speaker. But, and he obviously blew up for one game. Week three in 2006, um, he ended the game with an 80 passer blocking grade. But after he allowed just one hurry from 39 pass blocking snaps, a right tackle. But what made this game dominant was the run game. He had a monstrous 96.8 run blocking game. Still the fourth best single game mark by an offensive tackle in the PFF era. Pretty impressive. That's impressive. Based off TV footage and not actual game footage. No, they they break down the game film. Hypothetically. They do. They have a whole they team of people that do it. Okay. All right, I pay I pay a lot of money a year for this, okay? Will you give me this? All right. 86 Maurice Williams. Then there's not another Jaguar until number 4. 4? Four. 4. It's another offensive lineman? Yes. <laughs> Number it four. It can't be Baselli, so that's insane. Brandon Linder. Oh. 2017. A 98 
overall grade. Dude, Leonard, get, Leonard gets a bad rap, man. This Le- is they, Leonard earns the money they make. Well, his, his, his issue is that he's injury prone, and he was he's, he's injured all the time. If like if he's injured for most of the season again this year, he's cut, and we save a lot of Fair money. Enough. Which I'm not saying I'm rooting for because I'm rooting for Leonard to be good, but we save a lot of money if he plays like he's been playing. Yeah, true. So, anyways, 2017 divisional round. Linder performed well in every aspect of this game, but he truly shined as a run blocker. He was on the field for all the 33 Jaguar rushing attempts and spent the game demolishing the Steelers' defensive line, opening up huge holes for Leonard Fournette. Linder received a positive grade on 36.4 of his 33 run blocking attempts and ended the game with a 95 run blocking game. Which is insane as far as their ratings go. The fourth best single game mark of the PFF era by a center. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to start calling this segment the, uh, <laughs> the p- Jason indulging himself segment because 98.7% of you guys out there could have cared less about that, including you, myself. You, you, you don't want to know about how these guys were graded out the best ever. Nothing. Not by an arbitrary. <laughs> no, they, they, of, they, mean, they, come on, dude. They look at it better. They look at it like scouts do. Like scouts that are like working for the teams. You don't think scouts work for the teams have these analytics? Who is the top guy? Honestly, I didn't even see. We'll see. Just, just for just. All right. Make this maybe fun for everybody. Honestly, it, I mean, Vonta Leach was number three. Um, oh, oh no, no, I was looking for. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I'm not gonna be able to pull it up. No, I'll, I'll tweet it out. Twitter. I'll tweet it out. There you go. Because. Uh, I it's gonna take me too long to get to the website, and so I'll t- we'll tweet it out, and we'll tell you. I'm guessing it was an offensive lineman who <laughs> just blocked really well in 2006. That's my guess for that. But uh, I we'll think see. That, I think that should be a segment going forward, though. A PFF segment? No, just a, a Jason indulgence oh. segment of some stats that I feel like that's what our whole podcast is. Honestly, well, maybe not. I mean, a lot of it is like stuff that normal fans that's true. enjoy. That's true. Nothing wrong with that. Well, anyways, that's, that's pretty much all we got. Um, we want to say thank you to our Twitter questions because you guys drive the show. Thank you to our YouTube live questions that we got during live this live episode. Um, one last reminder, we're on Twitter, Another Jack's Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Another Jack's Podcast. We have a website, anotherjackspodcast.com. Uh, you can find us on Big Cat Country. You can find us on our own I, Apple iTunes, uh, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere you want. And uh, we want to say one last time, prayers out to Nick Foles and his family. Absolutely. Uh, we, we know the type of guy Nick Foles is, and we respect him more than probably anybody. Yeah. As a man of God, we are definitely praying for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So um, praying for you, Nick Foles. Um, we love you here in Jacksonville so far. Um, and uh, thank you to everyone that's involved in the show. Give us your feedback. Give us we, your questions. We did ask for a lot of feedback this this episode, so we got we got a lot of feedback. So yeah, it's good. That's awesome. We appreciate you guys. Um, and as always, go Jags. Go Jags.